Code Agents Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by ZBuyer, and ZBuyer offers an unparalleled home buyer and seller lead generation service. It's made by realtors for realtors, which is kind of the cool thing. Since 2003, ZBuyer has been continually perfecting state-of-the-art lead generation pathways. In fact, I've been using them since 2009. And ZBuyer brings motivated home buyers and sellers to you virtually. Visit zbuyer.com forward slash LCA to see how ZBuyer can help you close more deals in 2022. Lab Coat Nation. Tristan and I interviewed some of the biggest social media talents in the world during our two Social Genius online events, and we wanted to share those interviews with you. Our guests share incredible ideas and expertise, which they leverage to grow brands, increase engagement, and create opportunities. And they offer suggestions that agents can implement in their real estate business today. Enjoy. D-Rock, welcome, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, you have... A, an icon in the house here. Uh, if, if you guys, and I, it still blows me away, D-Rock, but every once in a while, I'll get somebody who will say, hey, uh, you ever heard of Gary V? And they're like, no, Gary Vaynerchuk. Like, nope, never heard of him. I'm like, my God, it, which, which also tells me how much opportunity still exists, which Gary probably would love to hear. Um, but folks, Gary V to me is the godfather of social media. And if you ever watch Gary's stuff from the beginning, he always talked about D-Rock, 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 always D-Rock. And this guy right here is the mastermind behind the master. Uh, you know, the the, cre- the co-creator of Ask Gary V, uh, the guy that was holding the video camera, the guy who has helped create the strategies that exist today to where you see Gary V everywhere. D-Rock. And now, now Tristan and I get the pleasure of actually doing some one-on-one stuff with you. We become friends. We're honored to have you here, man. Uh, we know that you're going to share some awesome stuff uh, because you've helped create the Godfather. So my friend, welcome. Welcome to uh, Social Genius. I mean, that, that's too big of an intro. I uh, <laughs> am a cameraman. Um, and now <laughs> I've learned a few things along the way, but Gary, Gary, because of him, and I'm here to uh, help show that to the world. But um, I also want to give out a shout out to Eileen. I love that lady. She's in Hawaii. So Eileen's on here at some point. I wanted to say love hi. It. I love, um, it. love it. How are you guys? Dude, we're just chilling and we're excited to just dive in because the world that we're in and the world that we're heading to is all video. And very true. And uh, anytime I think of, what anybody needs is a D-Rock. Everybody needs a D-Rock. And dude, first of all, you are super humble. So thank you because that's super refreshing and, and we appreciate you. But tell us when it comes to social media, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, it doesn't matter where you're at. What should people be focused on when it comes to video? Just video, what part or aspect of it should we be focused on? Yeah, it's funny, you know, I've had this conversation a lot. And I think the one thing that I always ask people is, you know, you want you want to be uh, Steve Jobs where you have a brand or do you want to be Apple or, or you want to be Nike where uh, the CEO is not the forefront of it. I feel like a lot of people don't want to be the forefront of their business and they don't have to be. Um, Nike is a very big brand uh, and you don't know anything about um, 
the studio, right? Until like the book Shoe Dog comes out with Phil Knight. He was a guy behind the scenes and that's what it was, but he was still able to build a big brand because he told a story. And the same, uh, same thing with Steve Jobs, you know, he told, he told stories, um, but he was more on the forefront of it. So what I always say to people is first establish, do you want to build a brand or do you want to build a personal brand? Um, and you can do both. You know, Gary did a very good job of building a personal brand first and then haloed that out into all of his other companies. So I feel like there's a lot of, I always say like, identify what you want to do first. And then from there, just tell good stories, right? Like another example I give often is people will watch um, a five hour Star Wars if it came out right now, but you also would not watch the first three seconds of a TikTok that you're scrolling by on the feed because it just didn't catch your attention, right? So understanding the platform, understanding what story you want to tell and understanding consumers, right? Like I always ask my audience and Gary always asks his, what do they want to see more of? Uh, what value can we provide you? And so if your story are providing information, entertainment, um, like a utility like that, then like you're off to a good start because people normally tune into that, if that makes sense. That totally makes sense. I know, let me see if Jeff's still on because I know he had a, a question for you, Jeff. You on here, buddy? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just chat. I'm just checking the chats, which means I turn off my video. Got it. Yeah, well, yes. Well, I mean, dude. Obviously, I, I, I know a lot of the answers to the questions we're going to ask because I have the pleasure of asking you these questions directly to you. Yeah. Um, and and so I and, think. And, and by of, the way, and on that, like, what have you learned? Like, I would I would turn the camera over to you. Like, what's been the thing that like stood out the most to you? you know, off of like these calls and these lessons that you and I have had? Well, I, I will, first of all, I don't want to, I don't want to steal the show here because I, I, I have only five people here know me. We've already established this of the 500 people. Um, but the, the truth is I would say it's strategy for me. Um, it's, it's like we were just talking about with London. It's understanding how not to get overwhelmed and, and how uh, to really make sure you focus on where it is you're at along your social media journey and your branding journey and figuring out, okay, now, and this is what DRock has done for me. It's like, okay, you've done this really well. You clearly own it. You really need to go deep on this now. You really need to hire this person. Um, and that's, it's been invaluable. It's, it's been absolutely invaluable, but it's, it's also just the, the tips along the way. And, and that's where I wanted to go with the, with the question back at you. I'm going to flip it back at you, uh, which is, you know, when somebody is just getting started, because you were with Gary V in the very beginning. And, well, so, and, and, I, and I do want to correct this part of the story. Listen, the reason why Gary is Gary, he did a thousand episodes of Wine Library TV before I was even around. And I was with a handy cam. He just threw it up on YouTube. A thousand episodes, right? I challenged everybody here. And, there, and that was before he became Gary V. He was the wine guy. And so I challenged everybody here you know, if you want something big like what Gary has or any big brands, you've got to put in the work. That's a thousand episodes. Let's think about that. Start a podcast now and in a thousand episodes later, aka one episode a year for three years straight, then come back and talk to me about, hey, I put in a lot of work and time and energy, nothing is happening, right? A thousand episodes before I even got to him. And then he had like three years on VaynerMedia and then I came into the picture and we started another version of him and so i just want to make sure that that's clear of like 
I haven't been with him since the beginning. He's been putting out content. We've just gotten to a point where we refine it and know how to distribute it better, if that makes sense. Totally, totally. And and my apologies for not explaining it correctly, because when, when I say the beginning, I say the beginning of like that brand, right? right. But but D-Rock's right. Gary, actually, and the funny thing is, is the times have evolved in, as such that Gary, a thousand episodes, think about that. I do a podcast a week and I've been doing it for the last two or three years. And all told, I'm only at about 200, not even, uh, only 52. If you do one a week, which is overwhelming for most people, that's only 52. How many years, do the math, am I going to have to to, to get to 1,000? I may never even get there because Tristan will probably fire me before then. Uh, <laughs> but I love, well, what you, I, love what you, I love what you said. Yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> I mean, what, like – me and Gary talk in very blunt terms because life is very simple and a lot of times people overcomplicate it. Like, yes, if you want to build a big audience, you've got to provide value. Yes, if you want it to grow, you've got to spend years doing it, right? I, I built up my Twitter and my Instagram for five years of almost hosting every day. Five years, right? Like, that's a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of energy. And I feel like a lot of people here will be like three months and be like, oh, I'm not seeing improvements. And it's hard when you're a small brand or a small, like just on your own, it's very hard to stay self-motivated. The one thing I'll say is like why Gary and I put out so much content is to encourage people to do more. And then be like, everything that I do on my brand is mostly made on my phone. And I do that on purpose because I want people, you know, everyone's like, oh, but Gary, you have DRock. But it's like, also, I'm not, I'm doing it all on Twitter, all on Instagram. I'm literally just using the most powerful device that we've ever had in content creation on like very easily on my phone. I really encourage people that are on, on here not to overthink the content, right? If you want to do a podcast, use Anchor. It's a free app. You just make a podcast and there you go. If you want to make videos, there's clips, which is an editing thing on your phone. Um, if you want to caption videos, you even have that stuff now too. There's, there's photo editors, there's motion video editors all on your phone right and so i for me then one thing i want to say is like you don't need to overthink it like make something and put it out there well you just i think you just answered a question that several people have asked i saw they asked some people asked with london was what is the magic equation and i, I know there isn't one but in your opinion uh, if somebody I'm, says how often, how often should I be posting? There is a magic, there is a magic to it. And I think it's providing value to your audience, right? Like your audience is the value. And too many people have audacity, right? They think, oh, I only have 9,000 people following me. That's nobody. If you were to stand in front of a room right now and there are 9,000 people in front of you, you'd be blown away. And I think that's where people need to tone it back a little bit and like, oh, wow. Let me go build a deeper relationship with these 9,000 people because they actually matter, aka because I want to keep growing my base. And if you're not giving the audience the value that you have, then you're, you don't deserve an audience, in my opinion. I never, right, dude, I, I, I never put that into perspective in the way you just said it. That's, that's, that's pretty powerful. I, I forgot how many people fit in Madison Square Garden. Uh, I'm looking right now. Probably like 30,000. Right. And so, no, so 20,787 people. Listen, I have 150,000. That's like, I don't know. 5X? 
five yeah, x five to six sets, whatever or seven sets when I what Madison Square Garden is. And like for me, every day I'm always like, what value can I provide you? What can I answer for you? How can I help you? Because mm -hmm. of the enormous humility I have of like that's an insane amount of people. That's true, man. So so let, so, so Tristan, let's and by the way, like to build my business, I was responding to every single person I possibly could in every spare moment, you know? And so like, that's how I think about it. And I'm just I'm humble that. for that. Jeff. Well, D Rock, so so you, you but you, you didn't you didn't answer the question, first of all, but I now I have two for you. The first was what's what's the cadence? What's the tempo? How often should they be posting? The second now, that's an easy question. The second now is okay. DRock says I need to be bringing value. All right, and let's. I'm going to go ahead and just use real estate as the example. But listen, if you're not in real estate, you can you can think about how you can or put it in the chat. If you're in a different industry, tell us what industry you're in. But first cadence, then okay, DRock, give me an example of how I can bring value that will actually engage maybe entertain my audience if I'm in real estate. But first go to the Cadence one. Yeah, first on Cadence, listen, for me, it's very hard to post, right? It's very hard to like be there as a singular human being in Iowa and you're sitting there on your phone and you're like, what am I posting? So what I would say is first start off by being a curator of things that you like, right? Instagram and all these social platforms, you can reshare videos and photos all day long as long as you tag the person that you uh you took that from people are super fine with you sharing stuff 99 percent of the time so i would say start with that if you don't know what to post curate curate around your interest curate about your job curate around the things that you're trying to accomplish just curate and then number two is like i recommend twitter because you know you can post so easily and then screenshot it and post that right in your Instagram. So cadence for me is you got to build it like a habit. Going to the gym, if you want better muscle, you got to go four to five times a week, minimum. Like that is just like a known fact. So I'd say start with that. Start with four to five times a week posting something. And for me, how I did it was I would uh, start setting alarms on my phone. Every morning, 8.30, I had to like post something. And I did that for two years straight. And that really helped for it get me into the habit of it, right? Like they say, 10,000 hours. Well, you got to like, these are all reps, you know? So cadence, I would say, set alarms, think about going to the gym, think about what that entails. And then two, if you don't know what to post, curate it because there's so much good content out there. And if you become a media company around the thing that you're trying to do, then that will also benefit you in the end. Um, and that's also very good for people like me who don't want to, talk on camera or you know make videos or like i don't make videos for myself i'm busy you know making videos for other people um the video the thing i put out are screen shares quotes motivation uh fun images that i take on my phone um and then what to post if you're in the real estate industry listen my best friend is a real estate agent and i always just tell him like there's not enough people really doing good video tours of real estate and also not a lot of like real estate agents giving back information to help people, right? Like if you're buying a home, like uh, there's this guy, Damon, uh, who uh, I, I help a lot talk to and just give him advice. And he's a real estate agent. He's in uh, Michigan and his audience doesn't grow a lot, but now he's like 
getting hit up all the time because of two videos that are funny that are like not nothing to do with real estate. But then they're like, oh, you do real estate too? That's amazing. And then that's a conversation starter. Listen, social media is a conversation. That's it. You put out something to start a conversation. And so whether that be funny, whether that be entertaining, whether that be information, think about what conversations you want to have and put out content that helps back that up. You know? I love that. I love that. Uh, I mean, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Create content around, let's just say, a community. Like I use the example of Lake of the Ozarks and it becomes a conversation starter or it becomes something where then you sprinkle in the real estate and all of a sudden they're like, oh, you do real estate. Oh, I love you. I already love you because I've built a parasocial relationship with you. Oh, I want to work with you. That's 100%. exactly, in my opinion, that's how it works. A hundred percent. And like, again, like ask, ask your audience, like literally just post it in your feed. Like stop giving a fuck about likes. I really hate that conversation because you're putting value on a number and numbers don't really matter when it comes to like building relationships, you know? That's very true, man. That's very true. So question for you here in regards to opportunity. Yes. Where do you think the, the biggest opportunity is that's being missed by most people that are attempting to do social media? Uh, well, right now in the current landscape, I would say TikTok. And I know you might not be asking about what platform, but I would say TikTok because there's two retail stores that opened up a half a block for me in Manhattan. Two 24-year-olds, one's a guy, one's a girl, started on TikTok last summer during the pandemic, built up a huge following, have now opened up two retail stores. Everybody walks in. It's like there's lines out the door every day, often TikTok. And that's just like two young kids doing like clothing stores. So I would say TikTok for real estate agents, especially by showing off the house and giving tips to future real estate agents, you know, being the voice like that. But uh, other opportunities, just posting, honestly, like, and engaging with other people. A lot of people like want it to all come to them. And then they don't go out in the community and engage and interact and share and give other people love. So the thing that I've always done is I, I try to put other people on all the time, right? I'll share stuff, give them credit. I'll try to connect people with other people. I just try to help the community. Um, so that's what I would recommend. Dude, Jeff, that's like music to your ears. You've been you've been saying TikTok forever. I turned my camera off so I could so I could dab my eyes, my the tears <laughs> that were in my eyes, the, the, the tears of joy. Well, listen, I, the one thing that Jeff done very well, and like, listen, it's not for everybody, but he shows a very well-rounded self himself online, and I love that. I love that he's not afraid to put out his family and kids if you want to. Like Gary doesn't put out anything around his family because he wants them to do whatever they want, but. Jeff and his wife have clearly, you know, determined that it's okay and that's what they want to do. And, you know, it's really cool to see those moments. And I think, you know, it's inevitable that your kids are going to be on. And it'll be cool to see one day, like, go back and, like, look at these old photo albums. That's the one thing I think mentally for me I did on my Instagram was I imagined it as my journal. And I thought, what would it would be so cool right now to be able to go onto a site right now and see what Steven Spielberg was thinking at 24. Like, it would be mm. so cool for me. Like, we always love those like, videos of like, uh, Beyonce singing when she has 16 or, you know, all these young artists starting so young. It's so cool to see where they came from. Um, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of unfin unfinished projects, meaning like 
Steven Spielberg is still making movies, but he's made some of the most iconic ones now. It's so cool to watch the progression. I love like the behind the scenes, right? Um, so if you can think a little bit about it that way, that helps too. Quick question from the audience because it's a, it's a really good one. McKinley yep. is asking, should we be treating TikTok like another Instagram or Facebook? I've always thought of it as a platform that only works for people who go viral. Should we be posting every week on there or how often? Hmm. I mean, it's a great question. Uh, listen, I, I'm so brainwashed or desensitized or whatever. I think everything all the time as much as you can. Listen, I started working for Gary in 2014. Facebook didn't have video. Instagram wasn't really real. TikTok, like Vine was a thing. Like these platforms change all the time. I don't get romantic about the platform. I get more romantic about the message that you want to tell the, to your audience. So yes, I would say you should be treating TikTok like you should be on Twitch. You should be on Snapchat still. You know, like Facebook video is crushing still. Crushing. LinkedIn is crushing. Twitter is insane. Like all these platforms work. I think you got to find where you want to tell your story. I'm on TikTok. I'm, I'm not posting at all. Um, and I'm missing out. And that's just where I am in my life right now because I'm prioritizing other things. Like, could you hop in right now and make like this notion of going viral is really funny too because virality should only come if you make good shit, you know, or it's like so astronomical. I would think, again, let's go back to the 20,000 people fill up Madison Square Garden. Let's just start with that number. Like, build off of that. Like, start there. And start respecting, like, the people that do follow you. And, like, if you're not responding to every comment that you get and you have a small base, you don't deserve to grow bigger, in my opinion. Dude, I love that. Uh, uh, question here on the safety of using TikTok for business. Any, any issues on your end? for no, the safety it's 100% safe i mean like, i don't know what they're referring to um i think i think that goes back to the 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 news from last year with with china and all that stuff and and i i mentioned it with with london but that the the company split tiktok split and it's now owned by an american base the, the the american based is the security is run by oracle which is an american based company that was the only way trump was going to allow tiktok to remain uh, cool. in our country right so cool i do not care. Um, and you know, <laughs> I don't care. Well, if you're garnishing intention and you're using that intention to build a business, then if TikTok goes away tomorrow, then you should go and you're, you're not going to be at a different base, you know? I, well, I because, because you're focusing on what you said, you're thinking of the message, not the platform. The platform is going to continue to change. Your message needs to be consistent over time. So that was the key of what you said. And I think that's what people need to understand. They're yeah, so yeah, Instagram is photos only. <laughs> Let's think of now they're a shopping platform. Like there's so many things that have been their entire like TikTok, Charlie D'Amelio and the D'Amelio family have a whole different life because of TikTok. Like I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't look at I don't like I don't, I don't know. I just don't I can't think that way in brain. Yeah, like, like you know same same with bella porch right like who who would have ever thought right everybody logan paul like what uh you know the kid land london just Jake. earlier um yeah. yeah 
Listen, like London, well, the, well, the truth. Well, the truth is, the truth is, though, is that think about what London said. All of these massive companies are shifting their entire marketing. These are billion-dollar companies shifting their entire marketing strategy to TikTok. If it's not safe, come on, they've got they've got legal teams looking into this stuff. That's not that shouldn't be a concern. That's an excuse, not a concern. That's, that's in my exactly, opinion, that's exactly correct. And you can tweet that. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. Jeff, he just told you to tweet something. Go freaking. Yeah, I'll, Dude, I will. I will. Because then my next question to D-Rock is, that's cool that Jeff's doing good stuff, but D-Rock, where does he suck, man? That's what I want to know because that's where he can improve. <laughs> uh, he's definitely not tweeting enough. There you go. Um, he's definitely not on enough other people's podcasts, in my opinion. Ooh, um, so and, and a lot of times that takes just asking. And I think that's where mm-hmm. all of us get caught up. We all say no for the other person. And so I feel like a lot of people got to just ask. And a lot of good things will happen, dude. I've got I've got one one good question I want to wrap up with you, Rock, and and we really appreciate your time. And I and I'm um I'm least at least uh sad about ending with you because I know I'm going to get to talk to you again. Those the other previous ones I didn't know if I would, so well, uh, I'm lucky enough. And yeah, let you lose my number. No, I, I definitely won't lose your number. I got you. I actually hate texting, though, by the way. Just, I, I as, of, I as a random fun fact, I actually think text messaging is going to die. And I think more like Instagram DM or TikTok DM, where you have more context on the, on the contacts, will matter. Mm-hmm. Like right now, if you look at your phone, there's 10 contacts that don't have profile images next to them immediately in your messages. And, you know, you might not respond to them right away. And that... I think there's an emotional connection with a DM because I know exactly what you're up to. I know what you've been talking about, what you've been saying. And it immediately there's an emotional remembrance because I saw your face, you know? And I really, mm-hmm. I really think that text messaging, if it doesn't step up, I know they're trying to do these contact card things. Um, um, but I think they're definitely going to change and evolve over time. I love it. I love it. Last question. And there's a reason for this question. Uh, we have talked a lot about a lot of platforms and the one platform that tends to just, you know, fall on the wayside. And I already know how you feel about this platform and it's a sleeping giant is LinkedIn. Uh, what is your opinion on LinkedIn? And then that's the perfect segue for our next guest. Um, so you tell me what you think and then we're going to bring Judy in. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, <laughs> LinkedIn, I- LinkedIn is every other platform. Put out something, tell a story. I I truly have seen some remarkable like business things done on LinkedIn, but also like I watched some really cool personal stories of like a homeless man, you know, getting ten dollars and then like buying other people food. Like there's just so many. Listen, I think back to my other point of like what conversation do you want to have. Put that stuff out, and that's the stuff that you're going to. Uh, that's the stuff you're going to. Dude, thank you, man. Thank you for being here. I know that there's a lot of this audience that uh, there was at least one comment that, that, you know, said legend uh, and they're right. Uh, You and you are just getting started. Uh, That's a fact. You, you know, you, you spent a lot of years behind the camera. You're now a lot more in front of it, even though you say you're not used. You are. I follow you um, and I see you. And so uh, I'm looking forward to continuing to watch. I'm looking forward to continuing our relationship. And uh, we're going to do this again. So uh, we'll be in touch, my brother. Thank you so much for being here. 
I appreciate all the kind words. And by the way, you're you're looking like really fit. You're really good. <laughs> Look at that. Rocketed. Now he's gonna go work it's, out more, D Rock. Now he's gonna it's it's the vertical. It's the vertical. It's the vertical. That's all it is. Let's go. Thanks, D Rock. Right. Love you guys. If you liked what you heard, we would love to invite you to check out Drunk on Social for social media news, strategies, trends, and insights. You can follow in the Facebook group on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or any of the other social media platforms. Join us. This episode is brought to you by Street Text, where you can run Facebook ads that actually work. They're ready to go Facebook ads that include landing pages, text message assistance through AI, drip emails, capture forms, and best practices. Join Street Text at streettext.com. Agents Podcast.